The Donut Bag is brought to you by Penn Highway Marketplace, the marketplace for vintage goods, quality collectibles, and handmade crafts. It's where I get all my sports memorabilia. Go to facebook.com slash Highway. That's facebook.com slash P-E-N-N-H-W-Y and mention I sent you. What's going on, everybody? We are continuing our countdown of ranking every episode of The Office. This episode, I covered number 55 through 46. We're getting in the top 50. Oh, boy. Let's get into it. Number 55, season seven, episode 15, The Search. After completing a sales call together, Jim rushes home when his daughter gets sick, leaving Michael stranded at the gas station. Holly, Dwight, and Aaron go to pick him up, but Michael has already left and wandering around Scranton, so they search all over town for him. Um, people put captions on one of Pam's drawings, so she draws another one for a caption contest, and Gabe ruins the fun. So, uh, and the cold open was cold open was really weird and dumb. Um, Ryan and Kelly announced that they got divorced, and everybody's like, "What?" Apparently, just as I don't know, as a, a Ryan and Kelly thing to do, they got married like a, a week before this, and uh, but. They uh, they decided to get divorced, and then Ryan Ryan says, and this is I think this was around like 2008 2009 when the whole gay marriage thing was was a, was a raging uh, debate, and Ryan said, "I refuse to get married unless everybody can get married." And Oscar says, you know what? I talked to all the gay guys and they said they were okay with you getting married. <laughs> and Ryan was just trying to get out of it. It was just so, it was just so silly and dumb. Uh, but the, basically the important, the, the, the whole point of the episode was um, Michael and Holly getting back together. And this is one of my favorite moments. I cry every time at the end of, the, of this episode because I love Michael and Holly so much. Uh, at the beginning of this episode, they argue because I think right before this, um, Holly just broke up with AJ. And Michael said, okay, so we can get back together. And, and Holly said, I don't think it's a good idea to me, to, for me to be dating anybody from uh, from work or whatever. So uh, so they're, they're arguing at the beginning of the episode. Then uh, Michael goes on a call with Jim and uh, uh, Pam's mother calls Jim and says, um, uh, the baby's sick. And also I locked it in the car. So <laughs> Jim is freaking out. Michael went to the bathroom and he was stuck in the, he, he was in the bathroom. So Jim had to leave and he told the gas station person, Hey, uh, when the guy comes out, just tell him I left in the, in the, you know, what, tell him what happened. And the gas station person just said, whatever, I don't care. Why didn't Jim tell the documentary documentary crew? The documentary crew is, is, uh, it's supposed to be, you know, a silent, uh, you know, character in this, in this show, but come on, let's use some common sense here. Like for the first, like Michael gets lost. And how about just having documentary crews <laughs> c communicate with each other? You know, what if, what if Michael was in danger or something like that? So, it's really silly. Anyway, so Michael gets lost and Holly, Dwight, and Aaron go to look for him. And this is basically showing that Holly and Michael are the same person. They are the, everything Holly wanted to do is what Michael already did. And eventually Dwight and Aaron pick up that, oh, 
they're 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 basically the same person so they just follow her around um michael goes to now michael doesn't have a wallet or a phone so he can't he can't call or 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 buy anything but he tries to buy a hot dog and he tries to trade in his watch that doesn't work he goes to eat at a uh chinese restaurant and basically does a well that doesn't do a dine and dash but he says like I, I can't pay so they put him put his face on the wall of shame or wall of of uh I uh, forget what they call it, but but um, also Creed is on this wall. Creed was on the wall a couple times. Creed is himself, and then Creed under a wig. So, um, but basically, basically, Holly eventually finds Michael because he goes to the top of the building. He goes to the, t- the top of the tallest building so he could see where Dunder Mifflin is, and they. I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. Michael just says, I missed you so much and I miss you too. And he asks if they could kiss and they, and they kiss. So uh, it's one of my favorite moments in the entire series. Cause I, I just love Michael and Holly so much, even though, even though I'm at Michael leaving the show. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the documentary crew should have just talked to each other. I mean, it was just so, so silly. Uh, so the thing with Pam, Pam wrote, I, I, uh, so Pam drew some drawing and um, Jim really liked it. So he put it in the kitchen and people drew captions underneath and, and, um, you know, and Pam actually liked the captions. She doesn't, she wasn't offended that they messed up her drawing. And she said, oh, well, let me, and they were all like things making fun of Saber. So Gabe didn't like it and Gabe, Gabe, uh, Gabe didn't like it. So, uh, Pam made a drawing of two dogs on an island talking to each other. So it was a caption this. And uh, Gabe said, okay, the rules are you can't make fun of the company you work for. Duh. Uh, you can't. Um, you, you, he put all these restrictions on it that, that made it like, oh, no, no pop culture references because not everybody might get them. Okay. Really dumb. And you have to use. Uh, what were those stupid things? There were those sticky notes that that Saber just just came out with, <laughs> and and, um, and nobody did that. And uh, but what everybody did was just basically have a group chat on instant message about it, and uh, and and you know just to just to, to to keep away from from Gabe. But eventually, Gabe found out because um, shocker, Phyllis really sucks at computers, and she couldn't click on the X. Um, so so he prints them out and uh the, the the winning caption was actually from Angela. Uh the, the caption was, is that a palm tree or did Gabe get skinnier? Either way, let's pee on it. Pretty funny. Um so yeah, that was that was basically the, the whole episode. Number 54, season six, episode seven, The Lover. Jim and Pam return from their honeymoon to learn to their horror that Michael is dating Pam's mom. Meanwhile, Dwight gives Jim a gift, which is actually a, has, has a listening device attached to it. And uh, the cold open was was not that great. Um, Jim and Pam are back from the honeymoon. And Michael's character, blind guy McSqueezy, is is greeting them. Okay, whatever. That's It was, it was pretty stupid. Um. Yeah, the, basically the entire episode was Pam being mad at Michael when she finds out that uh, that he's dating her mom, and uh, I, I I love this this line. I lo- I love this scene uh, where 
where Pam says, let me make this very easy for you. I couldn't give a shit about your happiness. Stop dating my mother. And Michael says, you know what? I'm going to date her even harder. And Pam says, what is that supposed to mean? You know what it means. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was basically the whole episode. Just Pam being mad at Michael. Okay. Um, yeah, Dwight. So, so Jim is uh, the co-manager at this point, and and Dwight is really angry about it. So he gives him a duck or a mallard, and he puts like this really fake, this really big walkie-talkie on the bottom of it, and uh, eventually, eventually, um, Jim Jim finds out that it's, it's it's a listening device, but what? Dwight actually did was that wasn't a real listening device. The real listening device was in a pen. So now he has hours and hours of Jim talking about paper for, for um so great. Number 53, season four, episode eleven, night out. Night Michael and Dwight go on a New York party. Michael and Dwight go to New York to party with Ryan, who's having lots of personal and professional problems, and the rest of the office employees work late and wind up getting locked in the business park. Uh, the the cold open what is the whole string of bad cold opens. Uh, Michael had gum in his hair because he saw something shiny at the bottom of Stanley's car, so he went down and he ended up with gum in his hair. And Dwight put peanut butter in his hair. That's it. That was that was that was the uh, the open. And they they told, they told him not to use a good peanut butter. Who who cares? Um. So this also furthered the storyline that Ryan has it in for Jim because Jim says. Um, I don't know if using the website is such a good idea because you know we're a personal paper company and we our personal touch is supposed to be what what sets us apart. And Ryan says, "Yeah, I know, I know you said that. You also told that to David Wallace." Which, okay, I kind of see Ryan's point there. Somebody goes over your head. That's that's not cool. So um, Jim should have told Ryan first, but still, uh, I think Ryan was going to hate Jim no matter what. <laughs> Uh, so that just furthers that storyline. Um, th- in this episode, we have the famous uh, one of the famous memes where Ryan says, "Do you have a question, Kelly?" Kelly says, "Yeah, I have a lot of questions. Number one, how dare you?" We've I've, I've seen that a million times. Um, so so he Ryan makes everyone stay to record all of their sales in the in the website. And so doesn't that mean you double the sales? I mean, this is this is what ends up getting him arrested for fraud. He's basically basically announcing the sale, you know, um setting up the sales twice. That's that's not legal. Um the so they all stay late. And well, Jim convinces everybody, hey, if we just stay a couple extra hours on Friday, we don't have to come in at all on Saturday. So what Jim doesn't do is tell the, the security guard to not lock up or he doesn't tell them what they're doing. So the security guard locks up, which uh, what is Hank doing? Hank locked up the parking lot full of cars or at least has a bunch of cars in it. Didn't he at any point say, hey, why are you guys all here? But also we learn that they never got him a Christmas gift. And that was Jim's responsibility. So maybe maybe he just said, "I'll oh, screw them. They could they could deal with their own problem. They could deal with their own uh, issue." Um, so they're all they're all trapped there for hours. They're trying to get a hold of Hank, 
eventually they get a hold of the cleaning crew who lets them out. And then Hank has to come anyway. And when Hank comes, everybody's already gone. He's like, damn. Um, but during this, um, they're all sitting in like the lobby or something like that. And they're all just having a good time. And Toby is right next to Pam. And he just puts his hand on her knee, like, like <laughs> in a very sexual way. And then everybody like stops and looks at him doing that. And he's like, um, I'd like to announce I'm moving to Costa Rica. Okay, bye. And I'll just I'll just like jump the fence. And he just jumps over the fence and runs away. <laughs> that was that was a really good scene. Uh so Michael and Dwight go to New York to party with Ryan. And Ryan is just at this point, he is in he is just in a free fall. He is just living that that executive life and you know doing everything you know you know sex drugs rock and roll basically is what he's what he's doing um they're trying to get into a club and they're waiting in line and they say you can't get in without women so there's a, there's a, a women's basketball team right in front of them because Dwight says why are you so tall what are you Amazonians or something and and she says no we're a we're a we're a basketball team and and uh so Dwight grabs <laughs> Dwight takes all his guys and pairs them up with women and they get into the club and one of the women really uh really likes Dwight. Dwight is like a chick magnet. Did you ever notice that? Um <clears throat> so Michael is trying really badly to to hook up and he's talking to this one lady and she says, "What do you do?" and he says, "I'm a bank teller." And then he says <laughs> in a uh, talking head, he says, "Ryan told me when when any, when any girl asks you what you're what you do, tell them you're in finance. And so Michael takes that to me that he's a bank teller. Um, so Ryan gets into a fight. They all they all leave the club. Um, basically, Ryan is just in bad shape, and he he he. So it's it's they they take Michael and Dwight to his apartment, and. He, they just fall asleep there, and Ryan says, "I think my friend Troy has a drug problem." And Michael says, "Well, well, you know, he should he should do something about that, or he should get support, or something like that." I don't think they realized that he was actually talking. Ryan was talking about himself, so Ryan Ryan is in bad shape right now. Number fifty-two, season three, episode twenty, product recall. Michael tries to be proactive during a watermark crisis, but only makes the situation worse. Meanwhile, Angela has trouble being apologetic with customers, and Andy discovers a secret about his new girlfriend. This episode should have been rated higher. There's, there were so many good things on this. Um, the cold open was one of the best of the entire series. Is Jim trying to pretend... Jim impersonating Dwight, and he did such a good job. Um which bear, which bear is best? Uh, beats. Bears. Beats. Battlestar Galactica. And Dwight says, you know what? I, identity theft. Um, you, you know what? Um, imitation is the most sincere form of, form of flattery. So I thank you. And then he he, <laughs> he brings out a, a bobblehead and Dwight loses it. Said, identity theft is not a joke, Jim. Millions of families suffer every year. And then uh, and then Jim says, Michael? <laughs> Dwight says the same thing, Michael? But I love at the end of the episode, Dwight turns the tables on Jim and, and pretends to be Jim 
<laughs> he, he does such a good job. There's a stupid, stupid uh, uh, looks to the camera. <laughs> um, and and uh, Karen says, oh, hi. Hi, Dwight. Um, you look good. And and Dwight says, yeah, that's because I'm your boyfriend, Jim Halpert. Hey, Karen, want to get together and later have sexual intercourse because I'm your boyfriend? Because you're my girlfriend? And, uh, and Jim says, do, so do you want to? And she's like, no, no, I'm good. Thanks. Uh, it's just so silly. Um, so this episode was about a, a disgruntled employee put a uh, a watermark of a duck and a mouse having sex. I think it was supposed to be Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse, but they're not. They, you know, obviously, Disney would have sued them into oblivion. So it was just a, car, a fake, you know, a generic duck and a generic mouse having sex. Um, so, and this got, went out to many customers. So, you know, they're they are freaking out. Michael has a press conference and says, he says, this puts us at threat level midnight. And Jim looks at the camera because there was that. I think it was in season two. They found the threat level midnight uh, script. Um, he tells Jim because um, one of Jim's customers was a high school. He said this went out to the high school. This went on their on their prom invitations or something like that. And he says, "You need you need you and another person. You need you and Andy need to go to the high school." And Jim says, "No, I could just I could just do this alone." And and Michael says, "No, no, no. I need two men on this." That's what she said. <laughs> um, Kelly, who is the the customer service person. Um, because there's so many complaints, everybody in the company has to handle customer service calls right now. So she's in charge of training the accounting people to do customer service. And that includes Angela, who is just mean on the phone. And anytime Angela would take a customer service call, she she just made it worse by just being mean to the person. <laughs> um, the kind of the star of this episode was Creed because, um, uh, it's Creed is in charge of quality assurance. And so he was supposed to catch something like this. And Creed says, every week I'm supposed to take four hours to do a quality spot check at the paper mill. And of course, the one year I blow it off, <laughs> this happens. But then he gets diabolical because he says, this is basically, this job is, is the only thing between me and homelessness. So he finds out that Debbie Brown was missing one day last week. And he he basically frames it on her. And he he tells uh, he told Dwight that she he, she had a quote emergency dentist appointment emergency dentist appointment that's what Dwight said uh, earlier in season three when he tried to to uh, take over for Michael so so Dwight was um, Dwight was smirking when he when he heard that um, but yeah so then he gets her fired then he collects money for her <laughs> and keeps the money. Creed was diabolical. Um, so Michael is going to um, Michael was going to have a press conference because he he's thinking that this is going to be like a worldwide event, like 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 this is going to be major news on you know CNN and stuff like that. So he invited all the press, which turned out to be just one guy from the local paper. But he tells Dwight to get the office ready for, for visitors. 
oh yeah, during this press conference, he brought in a customer and he was going to apologize to them. And the customer was supposed to say, uh, you're forgiven and everything was going to be good. And it's a good pub, uh, public relations thing. So what Dwight does is it puts the all, all the attractive people at the front. <laughs> and he says, the first rule in roadside beat sales, put the most attractive beats on top. The ones that make you pull the car and go, wow, I need this beat right now. Those are the money beats. Love that. Um, so Jim and Andy go to the the high school. And, and at this season three, Andy, I mean, I hated every I hate Andy in every season, but especially season three, Andy was was horrible. And he kept saying beer me about everything. And, and at, at one point, uh, Jim says, Lord, be, beer me strength. Um, so they get to the high school and Andy is talking about how he's, he has this girlfriend and it turns out the girlfriend is a high school student. <laughs> um, here's, here's the thing about that high school student who did look like she was like 16, but she's actually in real life older than she was in her 20s. She was, she was in her late twenties at that time. And she was actually older than John Krasinski. I thought that was crazy. So. At the so so Michael Holes has the press conference. He has a customer over, and the customer says, "No, I don't accept your apology. This is horrible. You should be fired." And Michael just goes crazy on her. It <laughs> just it's just uh, I, 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 he called her he called her an ungrateful biatch or something like that. He gave he he made this giant check for like you know free paper or something like that, and, and just like you don't get this check anymore. Um, and the he just he just goes off on it, and the and the, the reporter is like, "Yeah, I caught all that." <laughs> um, I I also love this line from Dwight. He says, "Uh, he says I grew up on a farm." He, oh, Dwight says something like, "By the way, I you know, not for nothing, but but I think that the cartoon sex between the the mouse and the and the duck were was actually consensual." <laughs> he says, "I grew up on a farm. I've seen animals having sex in every position imaginable: goat on chicken, chicken on goat." Couple of chickens doing a goat, a couple of pigs watching. Whoever did this got this exactly right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Number 51, season three, episode 11, back from vacation. Michael isn't supposed to let anyone know that he and Jan went on vacation together in Jamaica, but he accidentally circulates a compromising photo of them to the office via email. Uh, so the, the cold open was. Dwight brought a tape recorder to a meeting and Jim is having a lot of fun with it and everybody's having fun with it. It's like, oh, Dwight, why'd you take your pants off and, and, and all this silly stuff and everybody's going around and then Andy's like, I'm just mur I just ripped I just decapitated Phyllis or something like that and I just that just you know took it too far. Um so Karen is um uh, is living in a hotel and she wanted to find an apartment near him and jim didn't want that so karen is really upset like where is this hey where's this relationship going uh pam talks to jim and and basically convinces her to, to convinces him to that, that it's okay if they live near each other and she said she was happy to help them but actually she is she just she's off in the stairwell and she's just crying her eyes out and Dwight goes to console her, which is really sweet, but he says he doesn't know what's going on. He just says, "So you're 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 PMSing pretty bad, huh?" So that 
kind of ruined it, but still very, very sweet. Uh, but the main thing about this, the main thing of this episode was Michael was Michael sent he he meant to send Packer pictures of of him in Jamaica, and he action he accidentally sent them to packaging, <laughs> which which is basically the, the warehouse. So. <laughs> And and apparently it spread instantly. Like they, they spread it throughout the entire company. I think Toby said something like five different people from outside the company sent me these pictures. <laughs> it's 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 a picture of basically Jan Topless laying down and my and Michael next to her. Um Jan comes in and uh she said she was <laughs> she was in Scottsdale, but then yeah. Uh, yeah, she said she was in, in Scottsdale. Also, I mean, basically, I mean, everybody knows she's lying. What the heck? Did we 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 saw the pictures. Everybody saw the picture. Um, but then she she has a meeting with Michael and says she's attracted to him. So, I guess the 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 relationship continues. Number fifty, season three, episode twelve, traveling salesman. Dwight does a favor for Angela to keep her from getting in trouble. Andy finds out and uses uses it. Use it uses it against him to get in tighter with Michael and what Dwight must fess up, which would reveal his relationship with Angela or risk getting fired. Um the cold open was Michael had he, he had one of those programs where you type in and the robot voice uh you makes it uh, says something. So um, he put some eyes and ears on on the on the uh, monitor and said, "This is Harvey. It's a computer." And he brings Jim in and and says uh, inappropriate things. And he brings Pam in, and he says, "It says, uh, me so horny. We love you, Long Tim." And they're Jim and Pam are like, "Ooh, we love them. Who's Long Tim? We'd love to meet Long Tim." And uh, and Michael says, "Well, you ruined it." And then and at the end, he just he just smiles at the camera and says, "Boobs." I gotta admit that's funny. Uh okay, so Michael wanted to do this. I don't know if it's an amazing race thing, but he basically wanted every oh, it was this was Andy's idea for everybody to team up and go out on, on calls. And the teams were Jim and Dwight, Andy and Michael, Karen and Phyllis, and Stanley and Ryan. Stanley's or, original choice was pass. <laughs> so um so Jim and Dwight are basically the two best salespeople. So it's no surprise that they, they would do best at this. Um, they basically they basically teamed up and they, they were a great team. They go to this customer and they basically say, if you use you know staples or whoever whoever else, you're gonna be on hold forever. But if you if you use us, you can instantly get um our, our customer service. And so Jim calls <laughs> Jim calls Kelly. <laughs> and um to, to demonstrate so look how quick you look how quick we, we respond and kelly just starts to talk his ear off and he hangs up on her she's like oh my god Jim, blah, 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 blah. quick um um stanley and ryan were so funny uh ryan said hey can i do this presentation and it's a bunch of it's a company with like a bunch of uh, i guess he was intimidated a bunch of large black guys I don't know. He was he was intimidated by that, and he just kept saying hi, hi, and it just just froze. And, and Stanley thought that was that was the funniest thing ever. 
Um, Karen and Phyllis. Phyllis had Karen do a makeover to look to, to like look really um like like a 60s haircut with this oh, too much makeup and this poofy hair and stuff and karen's like what the heck's going on and, and then she then they go to the customer and they see that the, the, the customer's wife looks exactly like that it's like oh okay but then um but then phil's is like okay well you're you gotta pay for that hair you gotta pay for this makeover um but while they're going to while they're coming back um Phyllis says, you know, you two, you and Jim look really good together. Um, Jim was hung up on Pam forever. And I think this is the first time that Karen learns that that Jim had a, had a thing for Pam. So that gets uh, Jim in a lot of trouble with with Karen. Um, the the main thing about this episode is Andy is just pure evil. He is just he is just basically out to get Dwight. And he teams up with with Michael, and Michael is Michael is the best at sales. Um, he is just he's just amazing. But Andy torpedoes him every time because he is as good as Michael is. Andy is as is just as bad, and he just torpedoes a sale. And Andy's like, why, why do we even do we even want that customer? And Michael's like, uh, yeah, we did. Um, but he just keeps, um, just keep. keep digging it at Dwight and saying, um, you know, what, 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 why did, didn't Dwight try to get you fired earlier this year or something like that? And just, just keep reminding him how bad Dwight is. And, uh, Dwight, Andy finds out that Dwight went to, um, New York, um, for Angela because of the tax forms had to come in had to go in or something like that. So, so he frames Dwight. He finds the um, the the turnpike t- uh, uh, tickets or, and, and stuff like that, and he 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 shows this to Michael, and Michael says, um, "Michael says, you know, you said one more time, you you lie to me. That's it. You're done." And uh, Michael says, "I want you to think. I want you to think long and hard." And Dwight says. That's what she said. <laughs> Michael says, "Don't you dare!" <laughs> um, but basically, if Dwight says, "Yeah, I went to New York," then a he's lying, and b he has to admit he has a he's, he has to admit he's in a relationship with Angela, and Angela doesn't want that. So I mean, Angela Angela's horrible in this situation too. Uh, basically, all they have to do is is you know announce they're a couple, and, and and he's fine. But um, she. She didn't want that, so he had to he had to quit, basically for her. He 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 fell on a sword for love, um, so so he announces that he's leaving, and um, Jim and Karen um have a talk, and um, and you know he Jim tells him he's like yeah I did have a thing for Pam, but it's 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 nothing now or whatever, and he comes back and Dwight is leaving. And um, Jim's like, "Hey, Dwight, what's going on?" And Dwight just gives him a big hug. So that's that's sweet. As much as they hate each other, they actually do like each other, as we'll see in in, in other seasons. 
Number 49, season six, episode 21, Happy Hour. Oscar gets everybody in the office to go to Happy Hour so that he could hit on a coworker in shipping. Pam tries to set up Michael with a friend at the bar, but Michael's alter ego, Date Date Mike, threatens to spoil the entire evening. Annie and Aaron try to keep their relationship under wraps. Uh, The cold open was was cute. Michael did 25 push-ups and says, whoever beats him can go home. And everybody tries, but Stanley, who loves getting out early, (laughs) powers through to do the 25 push-ups. I think he only saved like an hour of work, but for but for Stanley, it's all worth it because all he wants every minute he's he's not there is 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 a good time. Um so yeah, they go to um, basically Oscar arranges this this happy hour and they all go. It's the bar, it was it was basically just like um Dave and Busters, but they called it something else, like Jim and Webster's or something like that. Uh and they they're they're having a good time and um and jim and jim and pam are there with her friend and they invite michael to play uh pool and everything's going well they're hitting it off everything's wonderful and then jim says i think you two would be really good with each other and michael realizes oh this is a date and he goes to the car and he gets his beret and he turns into date mike (laughs) Hi, I'm Date Mike. Nice to meet me. How do you like your eggs in the morning? And he turns into the most obnoxious person. Even for Michael's standards, he's 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 obnoxious, and just completely torpedoes it with this girl. And and Jim and Pam are just like just just cannot believe how terrible this is. Um, eventually, he almost gets kicked out by uh, the manager, who's uh whose name is Donna, and um. Uh, and he, 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 I don't think he meant he means to, but she's really into him. And so they, they eventually go out on a date. And that starts that whole, there was a whole arc with, with Michael and Donna and how, um, Michael, my, my, Donna's actually married, but she's cheating on his, on her husband with, with Michael. Um, uh, is it, is it Pam's sister or friend, Isabel? comes to uh, see Dwight because she has a she has a thing for him because they met um during Jim and Pam's wedding and so she goes to hang out with Dwight and they are getting along so well and they do look physically they look perfect for each other (laughs) but then Angela's there too and Angela and Dwight just signed a um the baby making uh contract and it's just so funny it was so funny that I don't know how tall Rain Wilson was, probably you know six foot tall or whatever. And and this Isabel is basically as tall as he is. And then little Angela, who's like a foot shorter than them, just like tagging along. And it was just it was just so funny. Um, but in the parking lot, like Dwight is le- is leaving with Isabel, and Angela says, "I am taking you to court. Um, we have a contract." And Isabel's like, who are you? And just bops him in, bops her in the head. Uh, the thing was, Andy and Aaron, they were secretly dating. They didn't want anybody to know. And they spent the whole night like being away from each other because they didn't want to let it on that they were uh that they were dating. And it just it just turned into a disaster. At one point, they said, Well, let's let's hang out, let's hit on other people. 
and uh and uh so to, to throw off the scent and so dwight's talking to this girl and meanwhile um aaron is basically like feeling up this guy <laughs> and he's like what the hell are you doing so eventually andy realizes this is not how i want a relationship to go so he gets on the loudspeaker says attention everybody me and aaron have been going out and it's been going pretty well so there you go Number 48, season four, episode four, Money. As Jan renovates the condo, Michael confronts his growing debts every way he can, which includes pressuring his employees for a loan. Pam and Jim spend a night out on Dwight's family beat farm, now a bed and breakfast. This was a two-part episode. Um, the cold open was Michael is being mean to Pam and basically treating her like the Meryl Streep character in, um, in Devil Wears Prada. And I think he was, I think Pam said something like Michael has his Netflix um, uh, tapes or DVDs sent to, sent to the office. Talk about, talk about a, uh, a, uh, an, an out of uh, something that's, that's uh, not current anymore. Uh, but Michael says to her, it's um, says, I owe you an apology. Turns out Meryl Streep was the villain who saw that coming. <laughs> By the way, I never saw Devil Wears Prada. So. Um, but then he says something about, um, I, I'll always love you, Manushka, or something like that. And Pam's like, what the heck is he talking about? Like, oh, million dollar baby. Is, is Michael going to try to kill me or something like that? Um, so Jan is living with Michael and they're renovating the condo and spending a ton of money. They traded in both of their cars for a Porsche and Michael has no money because he wasn't making much at, at Dunder Mifflin as it was. And he goes to work. So he works at, at Dunder Mifflin until five. Then from like from eight to basically, basically he goes from that job to another job as a telemarketer. And it's, it's for, this sounds like a really shady diet pill <laughs> and he's just cold calling customers. And one of the customers he actually called was Stanley and, my, and he recognizes Michael's voice. He's like, Michael, what are you doing? I'm, I'm, I refuse to be to talk to you outside of work hours. And, uh, and he, he has this boss, like Michael's sales style is not for good for telemarketing. You know, telemarketing, you just read your script. You, you go from one call to the other. Michael likes to build relationships. And the boss yells at him all the time. He's like, no, 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 just, just get through the call, read the script, and, and keep go to the next one. So uh, so Michael's not doing well at the telemarketing job. Um, Ryan comes Ryan comes to the office, and this is, uh, I, I see this meme all the time. He says, how's my favorite branch doing? And he tells Michael to use PowerPoint to do a PowerPoint presentation. And because Michael is, is well, for, probably for many reasons, but because one of them is probably because he's working at his uh, telemarketing job, he needs the time to do a PowerPoint. And as we see, he didn't even have time to open PowerPoints. <laughs> and um, and uh, so Michael gets up in front of everybody. He says, let's talk about PowerPoint, 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 power. He's just pointing at people. <laughs> uh ryan says you you either have to quit this job or or he's fired he, he has to quit the telemarketing job or he's fired he can't have both because it's, it's clearly affecting his work um i did like that that michael yeah his his presentation was 
um, basically him installing PowerPoint because he's never used it before. Um, so Dwight is uh, Dwight just broke up with Angela, and he is he is really upset about it. And uh, to to cheer him up, Jim and Pam um, find out that that uh, Dwight has the bed and breakfast, and that um that he's on he's on TripAdvisor. So they book a um they book time in 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 the bed and breakfast, and Dwight is showing them around. And Dwight says, "As of this morning, we are completely wireless here at Shoot Farms. But as soon as I found out where Moe's hid all the wires, we'll get the power back on." <laughs> um, the um. So so Jim and Pam are at Shroot Farms and it's just it's just silliness. Um at one point they're all they're they're all digging they're all scooping up uh, manure and putting it in, in wheelbarrows and then Moses throwing the manure at Dwight. Um uh Jim demand Jim says that the Dwight has to tell him a bedtime story. So so Dwight reads from uh from a Harry Potter book. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, so, uh, but the main part of this episode is Michael and his money problems and Creed tells Michael, listen, you just, just go for, do, um, declare bankruptcy and that's it. All your money problems are gone. And, uh, in a, in a talking head, Creed says, Creed Bratton has never declared bankruptcy. When Creed Bratton goes in trouble, he transfers his debt to William Charles Schneider, which is actually Creed's real name. And I think that that uh, driver's license he had or whatever was his actual driver's license, which is with his actual date of birth and stuff, <laughs> of course. Um, but the main thing and one of the best lines and one of the best scenes in all of the, all of the office is when Michael just walks out of his office and he says, I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> and then he goes inside and Oscar says, Hey, I just wanted you to know that you can't just say the word bankruptcy and, and expect anything to happen. And Michael says, I didn't say it. I declared it. I love it. Um, Oscar is helping Michael with his, his expenses. Basically, Michael does not know. Michael Michael probably has bought every single thing that was on those late night infomercials. Like every single thing, even even just the, the silliest stuff. He just doesn't know. And um, Oscar is telling him he needs to he needs to stop spending all that. And they he goes to call Jan, and Jan is like, oh, I don't understand how could how, how could you possibly be this irresponsible, Michael? Even though it's all Jan's fault or most most of Jan's fault. And Michael can't take it anymore. He runs out the office. He runs away, and he goes to jump on a train. <laughs> so, so Jan Jan has to come into the office, and um, she finds him, and he's just he just wants to get on a train and and go away. And she says, "You know what? You were always there for me, so I'll I'll be there for you." Something like that. So, um, um. Also in this episode, Andy was um, telling Dwight and everybody that he wants to date Angela, and 
Angela basically just to spite Dwight, just to stick it to him, says, Yes, you will you you may ask me for a date. And this just this is just heartbreaking for Dwight. And um now Dwight, just a couple couple of the um uh in, in season three, Pam was in the stairwell crying. Um and, and Dwight consoled him, consoled her. And now Dwight is in the stairwell. I guess you could call it crying. He was like wailing or something like that. <clears throat> and Jim goes to console him and says, uh, you know why I left uh, Scranton? It was because I had it bad for Pam and I couldn't have her. And it just, it just, it just killed me. And I couldn't be near her. So I, I get, I get it, but I, but I promised you it'll get better. And it was just really sweet moment. And then <laughs> Dwight goes to hug him, but, but, he Jim's already gone. <laughs> Number 47, season three, episode seven, branch closing. After years of speculation, Jan announces the decision to close the Scranton branch. Dwight and Michael go to Michael's house to confront um go to David Wallace's house to confront him. And Meredith tries to find out who made her who who she made her last day packed with. And everybody deals with the news differently. So the cold open was one of the best ones. This was a uh, future Dwight. So Jim is in the, in the uh, Stanford uh, branch and he says, uh, he says from time to time, I send Dwight faxes from himself, from the future. Dwight at 8 a.m. Today, someone poisons the coffee. Do not drink the coffee. More instructions will follow cordially future Dwight. And Stanley is going to, to drink the coffee and, and Dwight tackles him. He says, you'll thank me later. <laughs> that's that is that is awesome that's brilliant um but yeah the basically jan comes in and says we're closing the branch we'll bring some people up to stanford and some people will get severance packages and michael says well what am i am i a bring the stanford person or a severance package person and jan says you're a severance package person and michael just loses it and basically says is this because i spurned you as a lover is this is this why um which probably probably it's, that, that might have something to do with it. Um, uh, Dwight says now. now uh, Michael didn't tell everybody yet, but when he says, uh, Dwight says, when you become close with someone, you develop kind of a sixth sense. You could read their minds like a book. And right now, the title of Michael's book is "Something Weird Is Going On." What did Jan say? The Michael Scott, the Michael Scott story, by Michael Scott with Dwight Schrute. Um. This had also one of the famous lines. He, Michael says, "All I could do now, right now, is put on a brave face and go out there and be their leader." And then he just says, "It's over." Um. So yeah. So everybody finds out that the branch is going to close. Um. Pam is happy. Uh, she could go to art school or she could do something. Ryan's happy because he could break up with uh kelly and stanley's happy because he can retire so there's three people that are very happy if, if, the, if the branch is closing um the stanford branch finds out that uh that scranton is closing and they're they're happy um so jan goes to talk to uh josh and and uh and and jim it basically says Jim will be second in charge. And um and Josh, you know, 
Jim kept asking Josh how this is all going to work, and Josh basically said nothing. The reason why Josh said nothing is because he was talking to Staples and trying to get a better job from them. So that's what Josh tells Jan. It's like, hey, I, I'm not taking the position. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a, a job with Staples. And the and Jan's like the entire thing, the entire reason we chose Stanford is because of you, Josh. This is all going to be about you. And uh, and Jim says, say what you will about Michael Scott, but he would never do something like that, which which is true. Um, Michael and 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 Dwight go to Dwight, to David Wallace's house, and they just they just wait for David Wallace, and, and they were going to confront him. But David Wallace never shows up. So they're 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 there all day. And um when Jan finds out that w- when Josh says he's taking the job with Staples, they have an uh, uh, an emergency meeting and they decide, okay, now it's Stanford that's closing and Scranton will stay um in, in, in business. So that changes everything. And they go to Pam goes to call Michael, but Michael never picks up. And at the end of the day, um, so so now, oh, so Jan goes back to Scranton. So at this point, she went from New York to Scranton to tell Michael that the branch was closing. Then she goes from Scranton to the Connecticut to uh, talk to Josh and Jim. Then she goes from Connecticut to, to New York to have that meeting. Then she goes from New York to Scranton. <laughs> She probably put like a thousand miles on the car in, in one day, um, and she's she says, "What's going on?" Because and, and nobody nobody is even thinking about doing work. It's like we know we're closing, and and Jan says, "Actually, no, you're not closing. You're going to stay in business. You're, you, it's it's Stanford that's closing, and some people will be coming from Stanford to uh, um, to Scranton." And the first thing Pam was like, "Bam, Pam, 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 Pam basically." You know, telegraphs like basically she was like, "Is Jim coming?" Is <laughs> is basically what she, what she said, um, and uh, you know, Jim Jim is deciding whether you know what to do, and you know, the whole reason he left Scranton is because of Pam. He doesn't want to go back to Scranton, but he tells Karen, uh, "What are you doing? Why don't you just go to New York?" And that really bums out Karen because she she likes Jim. And eventually, um, eventually, Jim says, you know what? I'm going to Scranton and you should, too. It'll be it'll be it'll be good. It'll be fun. So, you know, and then Karen admits, yeah, she 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 has a thing for him. Um, so eventually Dwight um, gets the message that the Scranton branch is staying open and they're they're You know, they're they're dancing. They're jumping up and down. They're celebrating. This is one of my favorite scenes in the entire series um they're they're like we did it we did it how did we do it i don't know i have no idea okay let's go and like like rain wilson just nailed that he, sometimes he's just he's just amazing number 46 season two episode 11 booze cruise michael sets up a booze cruise for the gang on a cold january night in link wallen pop pock and makes attendance mandatory Jim brings Katie Long as his date, but their relationship is starting to show some cracks. Michael meets his match in the boat's obnoxious captain, and Roy makes a surprise announcement. Um, the cold open was was uh, one of those legendary ones. 
Jim put all of Dwight's things in the um, in the vending machine. So if if Dwight wants all his things, he has to go. <laughs> he has to he has to pay for them. And um, the great thing about why Dwight is so amazing is because he's such a he, he just he just goes with it. He just follows the rules. He just you know he's he, he wants his um I think he wanted his phone or his pen or his or 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 a stapler or something like that. And Jim gives him a, a bag of nickels. <laughs> he just has to keep putting nickels in the, in the vending machine. Um. So yeah, they're on this. They're on this booze cruise, and um, Jim and Pam are outside. It was basically Jim and Pam. Jim, Jim and Katie, and Pam and Roy were were talking, and uh, I don't know. It's just, they did not get along very well. And Jim and Pam go outside, and they kind of have a moment, but Jim can't say anything. And then Pam says, "Well, I'll just go inside," and. It seemed like Jim was going to tell Pam that he has feelings for her, and Roy, um, Roy talks to because he was talking to Captain Jack, and Roy says, "You know what? I'm, I'm making a date right now, June tenth, and everybody's everybody's excited except for Jim. Uh, Jim is just really sad, and Katie says something like, "Do you think we'll ever be like that?" And Jim said, "No," and and Jim's like, we should break up. So that got that got um really really awkward. Um, yeah, Michael, Michael, the the the, the Captain Jack was basically the Michael Scott of the boat. <laughs> he was just so obnoxious, and Michael tried to be the captain in charge of everything, and the and the captain of the boat said, no, I'm in charge, and they just they just clashed the whole time, and Michael just got so angry he was he was about to have a presentation and he gets up he gets on the microphone and says the boat is sinking <laughs> and he's attention everybody the boat is sinking we only have a few minutes before before everybody dies and uh some people actually jumped off the boat <laughs> um this yeah, somebody jumps off the boat. Um, and so Michael is is tied to the railing for the rest of the voyage. Um, Dwight is being really obnoxious, and the captain says, Hey, um, how about you steer the ship? Here, here's the here's the here's how you steer it. And Dwight thinks that that that's actually how you steer the ship, and, and Michael says, It's a fake wheel, dummy. Um, but uh one of the main scenes is when Michael is outside, Jim goes outside and he just says, I'm really sad. And, you know, I have a thing for Pam and, and Michael says, well, why don't you just go for it? And Jim says, well, cause she's, cause she's engaged. And my, and Mike, uh, Michael says, engaged doesn't mean married. Don't, don't ever give up. And so that gives, that gives Jim a little, uh, little pep talk. So that is it. That is, 55 through 46 only about uh, only about five of these to go so we're we're into the top 50 so thanks for thanks for listening thanks for watching see you later